Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Okay, this is Craig McConnell, and uh, Morgan and I are sitting here in front of some microphones talking, and if you hear this, it's because it turned into a podcast. <laughs> so, Morgan. Craig, good to see you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to just kind of update you on what's current with our lives and what's going on, right? Yeah. You want to start? You want me to? I'll start. Go ahead. About your life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, we were just chatting before we stepped into the studio here just about what you've been thinking about these days or I should say wrestling about. And you were talking about disruption and – what you do when God disrupts you and how that's very different now than how you would have handled that 30 years ago or 15 years ago. I'd love to hear some more. What is disruption and what, what's going on with you right now? Yeah. Gosh, I'm, in my story, Morgan, I think uh, a turning point was when I went to a, a Larry Crabb, Dan Allender conference back in 1983. I went to uh, – learn how to be a better counselor. I was uh, pastoring a church and was doing a lot of counseling and loved kind of helping people work through um, their lives, problems, obstacles, struggles. And so I went to this thing thinking I, I'd learn how to be a great counselor. And uh, both Crabb and Allender spent about 40 hours instructing, teaching, kind of talking about things I had never heard before. Mm-hmm. And it just totally changed my Worldview, my paradigm for thinking and understanding, and I begin to see that um, so much of my life has been committed to avoiding disruption. I'm risk adverse, and uh, it just felt like the blessing of God was translated into life going well and smooth, and anything that would arise in your life, you'd be mature, holy, strong enough to face and deal without too many ruffles or ripples. And uh, it was there that I began to realize that now actually it's lives that are disrupted and it's the disruptions of life that God makes himself known. Read through the Gospels and it's just, it's those who are hungry. Hunger would be a disruption. It's Mm -hmm. those who are thirsty. It's those who are poor in spirit. And just begin to realize that, my gosh, it's actually in life's disruptions and its incongruencies, it's in its trials, it's in those difficult relationships and circumstances. That's where God works and moves. That's mm-hmm. where you find him. Mm-hmm. And um, so I began just kind of shifting to realize that it's in what I would call the hard times or the emotional times or times of struggle and personal angst that I find God most often and begin to kind of welcome disruption or made a friend with it or maybe it's better to say was a little more at ease. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in one of those seasons right now and have been where – there are circumstances and there are things unfolding 
that are just stirring up stuff in me and disrupting. Mm-hmm. And I, I think how I've changed is now I look for God and I know how to process disruption. I know what to do with it. Um, I don't want to sound more knowledgeable or more sagely than I am, but I have lived with disruption. I know that God's in it, and I know over the years how to kind of find him in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what kind of questions to ask. So that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I, you know, where are you in this, God? What is it about this person? What is it about these circumstances that make me angry or frustrated or anxious mm-hmm. or worried? Mm-hmm. What, what is it? And the focus moves from my disruptive world, disruptive, discouraging people and circumstances to more my heart issues. Mm-hmm. Lord, what is it about me that you're after that is reacting so strongly to this? Mm-hmm. And then with eyes to see and ears to hear, kind of listen and look at what is it in me? Yeah. Yeah, Craig, as you're sharing that, I think I'm aware that what you're talking about is pausing long enough to ask questions, ask questions of yourself and ask questions of God in the midst of circumstances that are requiring some type of interpretation that could Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm. one of several ways. But I'm struck as you're sharing that it requires a lifestyle that values the space to really process what's going on rather than just pushing through or minimizing something. I mean, have you always been that way or is the, have you seen that develop also over time? I don't know if it would be space or just kind of honesty. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're to evaluate ourselves. We're to kind of take a look in the inside. And I've always been somewhat of a self-aware, reflective person. Yeah, I think that's a bit of who I am. Craig, when you're talking about this disrupting or it sounds like God thwarting some intention of yours or some expectation of yours, how do you understand that when it's that and it's not spiritual warfare where the verse something like the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy? Because I think sometimes it's hard to figure out, is this God thwarting Mm -hmm. me? And I need to listen to him or is it the enemy thwarting mm-hmm. me and I need to fight against it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In general, speaking in general categories, Morgan, I think that every conflict problem we have is multifaceted. Mm. I think in general, um, every problem that we would say is spiritual warfare mm-hmm. also has a component of the soul mm-hmm. in it. The enemy is going after some vulnerability in our heart, our being, our mind, Mm -hmm. a vulnerability that may have to do with our wounds, our worldview or whatever. So there's always a warfare component. Mm -hmm. There's always a soul component. There's always a walking with God component. So in my mind, there's no issue that's purely, simply, usually, generally speaking, (laughs) Just warfare. Hmm. So um, I think it was Kraft who said if you've got a house full of rats, the the way to deal with the problem is get rid of the rats and then clean the house so they don't come Mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. 
And I think the cleaning, we do warfare, we remove agreements, spiritual strongholds, foul spirits, so on and so forth. And then we do the work of cleaning the house, which is soul work. Yes. So um, I'm always interpreting the struggles I'm having as some component of brokenness, woundedness, mm-hmm. sin. Yes. Uh, naivete, not knowing how to walk with God in this, and warfare. Yes. I, that's how I view everything. Yes. Yeah, you know, it makes me think of the scripture as you're sharing John 14, verse 30, when Jesus says to uh, his disciples, I will not speak with you much longer, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold on me. Mm-hmm. And, boy, I just love that, to think that Jesus knew that the evil one was real, mm-hmm. and yet he lived a life that the enemy could find no place in him mm-hmm. in any of those categories you just mentioned where it would stick, mm-hmm. um, whether it was sin or woundedness. Yeah. Um, and boy, that's the life I want is to become whole enough that when the warfare comes, I can treat it as warfare and be able to live accordingly rather Mm -hmm. than the warfare comes and I just get so taken out because it's attaching to wounded places, Mm -hmm. places I've given access to, Mm -hmm. agreements Mm -hmm. and um, anger towards other people, Mm -hmm. self-condemnation. So just to be whole and holy um, seems like a real path of life. Thank you for listening. There's no doubt that your life has been or will be disrupted. And, of course, our hope and prayer is that you would find God in it and that you would have a sense of where he is, what he's doing, what he's after in these disruptions. And you'd be encouraged in your walk with Christ. And for more resources like this, you can go to our iTunes store or ransomedheart.com.